Dear Abby, last week, uh, one of my associates asked me out for drinks. Mm. I have been working with him for the same length of time I have been married. Oh. I know he's interested because he has been texting me about unrelated work <laughs> things and is always flirting. I am very much in love with my husband, but my coworker is very <laughs> no. tempting. No, that's not a sentence. <laughs> I'm worried about hurting my husband, but at the same time, I'm excited about what this new man can offer me. Yikes. Did I mention he's a top lawyer of the firm? Oh my God! Signed, tempted in South Carolina. Oh, what a little! I love the "I love my husband," but, but. <laughs> that is the like. Her husband is just like a deflating balloon when you hear that. I also like that she specifies that she's known the associate for as long as her marriage. Yeah. As she's if like, that matters. Has, like, yeah. No, this is as, as important of a relationship to me. My husband, which, let me clarify, is not the, the top, top lawyer in the firm. Ugh. He mows lawns. I love him still. But <laughs> I wish every sentence started with that and it was like a poem. Obviously, my advice is to not... <laughs> To not. Also, what unrelated work stuff? Like, yeah. how expl- I thought they'd been sexting for like a year, but she's like, we've texted occasionally about unrelated things. I don't know how that would be like, I'm going to text this hot, like, I'm putting myself in the top lawyer's shoes. Yeah, that like, must I'm be, gonna be Like, is this like, hey, don't you hate the photocopier in floor five? No, because that's work related. No, it's unrelated work stuff. It's work stuff, but it's unrelated to. His work as the top lawyer. Yeah, Read like, that sentence again. <laughs> I know he's interested in me because he's been texting me about unrelated work things and is always flirting. Okay, that is a weird way we're wording it because it should say things unrelated to work, but it's unrelated work things. So it's like, don't you hate Diana? She's no, she's worst. like, hey, did you watch that Super Bowl? Ooh, baby. <laughs> it was so super, right? Oh. But... He's always flirting. Hmm. She's clearly always He's flirting, too. He's the top too. lawyer. You know, I think he got to the top lawyer not flirting his way to the yeah. top? Yeah. No. Not a thing. Yeah, and he'd <laughs> be I privy. That's anywhere. Yeah. Just yeah. kidding. He'd I'm be privy to, like, flirt. all the workplace harassment things, so he must be flouting those rules. Or knowing his limit and playing within it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. obviously, yeah. we can hey, sit here. how do you feel about muffins? <laughs> Oh no! I'm talking about the <laughs> the popular snack, yeah. not your vagina. Oh, oh God! You went. You just like you just cut right through. Um, I like think we could give the best advice ever, which would be don't Tempted? sleep with this guy. Don't sleep with don't. the top lawyer. Oh, he is the top lawyer. <laughs> okay, but also she doesn't specify like what sh- if she's how like good she is at law. Yeah, like obviously. Maybe this will rub off. <laughs> if we bang, I will be the Dear second Adam. top lawyer in the firm. Like, My husband won't even notice <laughs> that I've gotten a promotion from like paralegal to second top lawyer for no reason. Like, this is, I guess, what I would say is this is very low stakes advice. She knows she's going to sleep with you. You shouldn't. Have an affair. Like, like 100%. The baseline is probably don't have an affair, but her like whole thing is like, I'm tempted though. Okay. I yeah. think Dear Abby's going to give the baseline advice of like, don't, just don't have an affair. But I think it's also like, clearly she's like, I love my husband, but, and she's having, so I think they need to like. Have an open marriage. 
Maybe this or could be an opportunity. Maybe he wants to add a th- like. Maybe her maybe husband. And then they it. could be the three top lawyers. Yeah. Well, should we start the show? Yeah. Let's okay. Do that. Hey everybody! Hi, hi. I'm Christina. I'm Ryan, and we're scene partner. Oh, God damn! I'm her. never gonna do it with <laughs> Just you. Just do it. It's it's like a clean intro if we do it properly. So it makes it seem more professional. We okay. don't have ads, and no. so we have like a nice crisp intro. Do you want to order a it's mattress like, to your house that comes out of a box? It's called Caesar. Okay, I was gonna. I pre- I prepped. Okay, and I was gonna That's the like. First. I, oh, was, good. Um, <laughs> I was gonna uh, like come in strong and like rage about this weather. Rage away, man! The weather's making me so angry lately. Let me tell you about it. You should stop. It's like sometimes it's warm, and then sometimes it's cold. And when it's warm, people are like, "Oh, spring's here," and I'm like, "No, it's not. It's February. Spring's not here yet." Are you mad? Clearly, it's going to be winter again. And it's like this time of the year. This is what's happened twice to me. Okay. That gets like warm and then it gets cold and then it gets warm again for a day and it all melts. And I'm like, mm, I should wear my sneakers today. So I put my little Converse on. I'm like strutting down the street feeling like a million bucks, not like weighed down by my winter boots. And I'm like, I'm a new person. Here comes spring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I like go hang out with friends. That's a plug that I have friends. And then I'm like, yeah. da, 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 da. I have like a glass of wine. And I'm like, I should probably head home. So I lace up my Converse and I leave. And by the time I leave, it's winter again. So it's all iced over. I fall, break my glasses. They stab my eyebrow. Mm. I crack my elbow. I have to get five stitches in my forehead. And I'm like, this is in the past. Like, you don't. <laughs> yeah, that's a specific <laughs> example. Not every day. But okay. like I saw someone today. I was walking here and it's raining out and it's kind of warm. I saw someone wearing Converse and I want to turn to them and just shake them and be like, it's not worth it. Look at my don't face. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. I could show them I have a permanent scar oh. as scars usually yeah. are. <laughs> How is Jamaica? <laughs> Jamaica. Um, it was really fun. Okay. You're tanned, which pisses me off. I refuse to like your picture on Instagram because you're tanned. I actually thought we were fighting. Well, I like no. Do you do this when you like there's people that consistently like your photos? You know, you have like your core base of people. And also I call those my a my grade A's. Yeah, sure. You do you. My top tens. My top tens. Am I in it? I like all your yeah, you I do. like all your pictures. I refuse to like your Jamaica pictures. Yeah. And so I have like a group of like maybe twenty people that I'm like, okay, they're gonna like these photos. Like they like all my photos. And also it is the lowest form of reciprocal like all you have to do is double tap a photo and you've liked it. Like just do it. Just like everything. And so I was sitting in Jamaica. I like posted this cute couple photo for Valentine's Day. And usually you like double, like you usually like and comment on any of my couple photos, like something snide. Like, oh, he's not smiling. He hates you. (laughs) But still, there's like this moment of interaction. So I'm like sitting there. It's like sunny. I'm laying there. I'm like, hmm. 15 people have liked it. No, Ryan. And I actually noticed. And then like 60 people liked it and you weren't one of them. So I almost, I almost, okay. Okay. That's a lot. It's it's pretty good. Yeah. You just seem really shocked by that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, If I post a picture of my partner, I immediately get double likes of my usual pictures. I'm not questioning it. But I like had a bit of a crisis and I almost messaged you while I was enjoying myself in vacation being like, Ryan, what happened? Yeah. Uh, It's a protest not like. 
I'm going to do that to you one day. About what? I what? don't know. Next time you and your wife like go travel to Europe and you're like eating baguettes <laughs> and drinking <laughs> crafty lattes, I'm going to be like, no, I'm not going to like that. Yeah, I'll notice that. And then you took it a step further and later commented on the photos. I will not like this. Yeah, I want everybody to know. That is the most <laughs> passive aggressive. Oh, speaking of passive aggressive, great. Someone didn't email us, but someone texted me mm. uh, pictures of signs that were up at their work kitchen because they related yeah. to your story. I'm very relatable. What, yeah. what did the sign say? It was like, do your dishes. The spoon doesn't belong here. Something, something, mm. something. Yeah. And now apparently the manager is sometimes emailing the whole office to be like, I will remove the kitchen. If you folks cannot behave, <laughs> remove it. I will just take it out. Yeah, I, I guess I, I, I do want to underscore that people still won't put their paper towels in the recycling, even though the recycling receptacle is right below the paper towel dispenser. It's an easy; you just drop it in. They're yeah. still putting it in the trash. That infuriates me. Um, yeah, that should just be that should be the whole interview. They just. Watch you go to the bathroom. Well, not watch you go to the bathroom, but they. Okay, so the next question is just going to be: just use the washroom. Just do what you would normally do. And see where these morons put their clearly recyclable paper towel. That's the test. Is that your job now? Is to just sit in the bathroom and shame people? I'm thinking about it. Wow. Yeah. I went snorkeling for the first time. Um, and I'm not good at things. So, like, I'm a really bad swimmer. I'm mm. not very brave. Like, no, I'm yeah. just bad at everything. Yeah. And so I was out. like, <laughs> check. So I was like, no, like, I'm going to try snorkeling. That's apparently, like, the laziest, easiest thing to do. Okay. And so I was like, okay, great. So we, like, go on this catamaran boat. There's a few of us that go. And then we, like, stop at the spot, like, off this reef that they're like, okay, you can snorkel for 45 minutes. They, like, get us all geared up. They give us a lesson. And even they're like, this lesson is useless. You pretty much put the goggles on, seal them, put the snorkel in your mouth, go out. They gave us life jackets. They're like, we don't even want you to try to swim. You just mm. float and put your head in the water. Mm. So I'm like, no, nah, right? That seems pretty easy. <laughs> so they give us our flippers. And I'm like, great. And then they're like, okay, just walk down these stairs into the water. And I was like, number one, I'm going to die walking down the stairs in these flippers. But I don't. I get down so gracefully. And I'm like, point one for Christina. I get in the water. I look up. The people I'm with are still getting ready. So I'm like, that's fine. I can snorkel by myself. Yeah, you can. So I like put the snorkel in my mouth. I put my goggles on. I stick my head in. I immediately almost drown. Like I choked on water and I was like gagging and flailing in the uh, water and no one was trying to save me. No. And the only rule they had was don't float past the boat because you'll get hit by another boat. But as I was choking oh and goodness. trying to save myself and treading water, I like pushed myself past the boat. So I'm like by myself, choking, drowning. We got one one rule. <laughs> one rule. Don't die. Don't. Yeah. So uh, once again, I'm not good at things. But no. then I got it. You just don't put don't put your head all the way in. And then because I, I think what I did is I submerged the snorkel underwater. Yeah. Then I inhaled all the water. That's the basics of I a snorkel. Then I choked on all the water and had to gag it up. It's literally a, a tube. Yeah. That's going to take in whatever's above it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. How are you? <laughs> Good. Do you want to know what I started doing in my life? Tell and I'm me. telling everybody about it. Sure. I started taking spin classes. No, you didn't. They're hard. Yeah. 
They are yeah. for some people. <laughs> but not you. No, the first one, I, um, yeah, the first one, I almost died. I, I got off the bike and I tasted blood in my mouth and I turned to my wife who came with me and I was like, I taste blood in my mouth. And she was like, yeah, that's just because you're out of shape. She wasn't <gasps> like concerned for me. She just was like, yeah, you need to go she to more spin classes. She used opportunity to shame you. Yeah. Um, I like her. I yeah, do. she's nice. She's lovely. <laughs> uh, no, so first class tasted blood. Yeah. Second class, I didn't. So I was like, I'm getting better. Oh my better. God, you see yourself <laughs> grow and improve. Yeah. I almost vomited after the first one. It's. Re- I took a spin class like three years ago. And it's still having its effects on you. <laughs> You're still, still thin as can be. You can feel the endorphins like rushing through you. I um, I hated it because <laughs> I am uh, inherently bad at things, as we've just learned. Uh, yeah. And you clearly already knew because you just affirmed that right away. And um, but I'm also teacher's pet, like to my core. I want to like get the approval of others. That's why you always suck up to JP. All the time. And so far, he gives me nothing in return. I'm like, was that a great episode? He's like, yeah, it's yeah, fine. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so my partner and I took a spin class. Yeah. And I gave it my all. And like I kept being like, Deborah, am I doing well? Is this the right form? Like, how am I doing? I'd get there at like early. I'd stretch. I like tried to practice my form. My partner would show up like two minutes late or like a minute before it started. Just jump on a bike not prepared at all and every class for seven classes Deborah at one point or another in the class would be like everyone please look at him whereas I'm like sitting beside him giving it my all yeah this is like a parable from the bible of the poor woman who gave all the time (laughs) you know it's a biblical parable about a poor woman giving her taxes and and you know she's she's donating and it's yeah. like it's so meaningful cuz she's taking all that she has all I have and that that's you class. you're this poor woman <laughs> meanwhile your partner is the rich millionaire who has lots of money to give all the money to you know, give don't, and everyone's like way to go yeah, way you know, to don't give. praise him anyway oh the bible just gets me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like um i really enjoy spin it's very motivational. Like, Do they yell at you? Oh, yeah. But like, we're all in this together. You can do it. Do you ever and, want to be called a piece of shit? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, and, the, you know, they're like, we're going the distance. You're like, where are we going? They're like, towards your fitness goals. And I'm like, I don't have those. Yeah. I, but I guess I should get some. I'm joining a gym next month, but I'm so scared about the fitness assessment they do when you get a gym membership. Uh, I don't want to be assessed. They just make you pick your goals. Or, But do they also like... They're like, okay, let's see how much you can live. They're not going to body I, are shame Are they going to weigh me? Because I don't want to be weighed. They might weigh you. I don't want to. I don't to. know. I haven't been weighed in like 25 years. Since you were... Three. Three. So <laughs> <laughs> last time I stood on the scale. Four-year-old Christina so was now, like, hell no. Now when people ask me how much I weigh, I'm like something above 15 pounds. Yeah. Maybe 30. <laughs> I might be at 30. I have no con. I'm like, I think I weigh... Five 10 pound bags of potatoes. Did you grow up on a farm or what? <laughs> uh, good. Glad. Glad. Uh, I think you can probably opt not to be weighed. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm hoping for. But then I don't want them to be like, why not? It's not about the weight. And we're like, then don't weigh me. And they're like, no, we need, it's going to be a whole thing. Anyway. Don't, don't let that hold you back. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I also just don't know how to use any of the machines. They show you. 
after they weigh me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Will they still show me if it's I like, don't let them weigh they me? They want you to be shamed. And then, and then you're a better student when you feel like you hate yourself. Okay, so they want to beat me up and then lift me up. This will fall right into your teacher's pet narrative of life. Yeah, I just usually in a teacher pet situation, it doesn't start with stand on the scale. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, okay, so you're taking a spin class. I feel great. Love it. I'm also doing um, a core yoga class, but you know. Oh my God, I hate you right now. I've gone to one, so let's. (laughs) Oh, okay, shut up. I'm now doing this core yoga class. Okay, so I've done five spin classes, so I feel like it's in my routine. You can say I'm doing spin. Yeah, sure. I've done one core yoga, and I felt great after. Sure. Uh, So I'm going to try to keep doing that. I felt like uh, better about myself. I, um, it's, I've done yoga twice and the first time. Do you feel sexy doing it? Cause I felt no, like a I, big roly poly. I don't know how many times I can tell you that I've never felt sexy in my whole entire life. I don't life. believe that. And the worst place would be somewhere where everyone is clearly <laughs> in better shape than me. And I'm like profusely sweating. Um, I also have a birthday coming up. What? Well, I'm turning 32. Wow, which you're feels old. weird. Thank you. I you're feel welcome. old and disgusting. Well, that's why you're in spinning <laughs> core, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Um, I need help with my clothing. What are you talking about? I was going to compliment your outfit, but then that seemed like a weird thing to do on a podcast. Yeah. I'm in the position in life where I don't know how to dress like a 32-year-old. I think it's not much different than a 31-year-old. Yeah, but even at 31, I was like, I want to be on the cutting edge of style. <laughs> But still young and relevant. So like... Are those not the same thing? No, because style, like urban street style... Oh my God, stop it. (laughs) ...is like younger. But then I want to go and like, you know, like dress like a a sexy, mature man. (laughs) At work. At work, I want to look sexy. In my private time, I want to like look like I'm hip urban street. Okay, but you're not hip urban street. Yeah, see, I want to be, though. But you're not. Why? I feel like you could pull off, like, uh, I'm trying to think of an actor, like Justin Timberlake when he's out with his wife and his kid. So, like, a dad? But, like, a hip dad. I don't even have kids. I know, but I think that's a look you could be going for. Again, I was specific that it was Justin Timberlake, who's, like, a hip dude. With kids! Kid. Okay. And like, I'm sure that kid's hip too. Um, hey, you did stand up in another town. I did. City. It was petrifying. Okay. Funny thing is I was, it was in Halifax and I was there for work. And you went to school there. I went to school in Nova Scotia. Yeah. So I knew some folks. Okay. And, uh, some folks. <laughs> I knew some folks, but, uh, a lot of people messaged me to say, holy crap, Christina, you're like taking stand up to the next level because they thought I was going to Halifax. To do a comedy tour. It seems like you went on tour. Yeah, that's not a thing that I can do. Yeah. How did Um, it go? It was, you know, you live and you learn. You are not a uh, hip urban youth. And I am not someone that a lot of people in Halifax find funny. So. Okay, well, it's still up for debate if I'm a hip urban youth. But tell me about. Yeah, tell me why why you don't think people found you funny. It just uh, laughter was lacking. Um, Okay, but to be fair, uh, the comedians before me, not to be insulting, but were not great. Like a lot of them were actually pretty offensive. 
And mm. it was like sloppy humor. They'd all gotten high together before. Did you get high with them? To- no. <laughs> or else I would just stand on stage being like super paranoid. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's you naturally. So yeah, yeah. obviously I'm suspicious <laughs> of you all the time. Uh, everybody in the audience is like, Hey, did she get high also? No, that's just <laughs> that's her normal just her. disposition. Um, so the first night was rough. The crowd was really quiet for absolutely everyone. And I was the last comic to go up before the headliner, which that's seems tough. to be my spot. Oh all my the goodness. Time. I always get that spot. Always get that spot. I want to go fourth. I just want, yeah. Like let a couple of people warm it up and then let me, let me do my thing. And then <laughs> I don't care what happens. Um, so the first night I got, I think the biggest laughs, but there was very few for anyone. And the second night went a bit better. It was a really small crowd. Um, but it went up, like people laughed pretty hard. Well, that's good. That must be like, but it was nice to come back to Ottawa. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was nice. I'm proud of you. It was a challenge. And I will say I was really nervous for the moment that I went because this is going to happen to anyone. You're going to go up on stage and there's going to be nights that you just blow it. Well, that's been so far every time I've done stand-up. That's not true. We'll talk about that in a second. (laughs) But I was really worried that I would crumble when that happened to me because it would be like the yoga situation. Mm. Uh, Except instead of one yoga instructor whispering all my faults, it'd be an audience. Just silent. Silent. And we've talked about this before, but it's the most jarring thing where you are coming out of like for improv or stand up, you're like, I'm going to deliver this line and it's going to just, it's going to be so good. So good. And then you say it and nothing. And you're like, Ooh, yeah. So it's deflating. It is. It's like a, a a helium balloon falling from a birthday party of a child. Yeah. I hope you keep that sound effect and I'm pretty proud of it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) If you don't, it's fine. Yeah. It's a, it feels so different than improv. I guess I'll say that. Yeah. And improv, you're like, it's like a team sport. Yeah. Stand up. You better like yourself because it's a lot of solo and you write a joke in your bedroom at night and then you practice it in your kitchen and then you're at a, a, a bar with the lights off Yeah. in a totally different environment trying to get a laugh. So you like... It's the skill is adapting your your pacing and your tone and your jokes yeah. for the audience and that night and what they're feeling and it's hard. Speaking of laughing, Ugh. should we go into our segment? Was it funny? I don't know. So let's JP's talk like on the ball with about it. it. What have you watched? What have you watched? What have you watched? And did you laugh? Do you ever listen to yourself did do this you again? Laugh? No, I've never listened to our podcast. Yeah. yeah. But is it good? Oh. Have you seen anything <laughs> funny lately? Okay. Uh, I watched, this is a, just a quick comment. I watched I, Tonya yesterday. Have you seen this? No, I haven't seen it. But It's I loved, not a comedy. No. But and it, it made me so angry. It was in the comedy world of Golden, Golden Globes. Globes. Yeah. Why do they do that? It's just like when they did that, The Martian, I'll like forgive them for. Well, no, I won't because that was a silly movie that shouldn't have been nominated. Should have been nominated. I, Tonya is like really dark and has like a lot, a lot of focus on domestic violence. And Ugh. I was like, it actually, and people are like, oh, but it's a dark comedy. And I I'm hate like, those. I don't, <laughs> but also I feel like there is such a thing as a dark comedy, but I just don't want to see domestic violence in that. Like there's nothing comedic about domestic violence. And so that made me really angry. And the read, like I, the, I could see why they put it under comedy is because they tried to make it like kind of like the colors in it were quirky and it felt like a 70s buddy cop movie, but with really dark undertones. So it had the like feel 
if you just watched it without sound, mm. you'd be like, oh, this is like a, a quirky, zany, like. Until who, you see the domestic did... violence. Yeah, and that's true. You'd still see that. <laughs> <laughs> you'd still understand what's happening. Uh, but that made me really angry. So was it funny? No, it wasn't. Was it good? Yeah, it was. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> After, because it t- I didn't really know the Tanya story. Yeah. Like, I don't know much about much. Um, so, like, I knew the big thing, but I didn't know her life. So I went into it being like, oh, this is going to be like a lighthearted comedy with like this big thing at the end. Yeah. But it's not. She's had an extremely hard life full of physical and emotional abuse. And it made me like, it took me a while to settle into the movie and be like, oh, I'm not here to laugh. Like, this is going to be really hard to watch. Yeah. The two things I can't watch in movies is torture scenes and domestic abuse scenes. It just, it just, Mm. I, yeah, I can't do it. Uh, But once I knew it was more of a drama and I think it's like, People are like, oh, but you laugh a couple times. Is there any movie? No, there probably is. Don't start listing them. <laughs> but like m- most dramas, there's still like a comedic beat every once in a while to like yeah. let you exhale. It doesn't make it a comedy. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, good. Great. I'm glad to see you upset. <sighs> Between that and this weather, it <laughs> is too much. Too much. So that was my answer to was it funny? No. Okay. Um, Would I recommend it? Yes. Yeah. Um, have you seen anything funny? I've been watching the Mindy Project. Like, like I'm new, to, new episodes? Yeah. So okay. I'm finishing the, it, it ended, the series finale was, I don't know, six months ago or something, but it's on Netflix now. Uh, it got bad. Really? Oh, yeah. So no, I'm not, like, it's supposed to be funny. So it falls under the segment. Okay. But it's exactly what we were talking about with Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Thank you. Great. It, it is the exact same thing happening. They, they knew it was their, their series like their last series. Oh, they declared it. Okay. Yeah. And so it's just like pandering to the audience over and over. It's like, let's bring back every character that you ever liked. Let's like pull out the quirkiest, like most ridiculous attribute of a certain character and just like, yeah, just keep throwing them into situations that brings that characteristic out. Like, let's make these people the least relatable people we could imagine and just put them into the like zaniest situations yeah. for 10 episodes. Like it's painful to watch. Are you going to finish it? Yeah. Okay. I'm one episode out. <laughs> yeah. You just got to do it. It feels yeah. like a high met your mother moment. I just need to finish it. Except you don't watch the last episode of how I met your mother because it's wrong. <sighs> and I cry. Yeah. I cry too. It's like, why make us like, her yeah, if we're gonna I don't do know. That? Don't even do that. Spoiler. Don't watch it. Don't watch the last episode and everything's fine. <sighs> anyway. Okay. Also, have you seen the Mindy project? Uh, yeah, I have. Okay, so I'm not done the season, so maybe this doesn't happen, but it seems like this is what they're leading into. But they spent an actual, like, very good season breaking Mindy and her, like, love interest of all the seasons apart by showing that, like, they shouldn't be together. He's actually not that good of a guy. Like, he's holding her back in her career. Yeah. They make no sense. And it's this moment. It's kind of like what they did with Robin and Ted and Hi, Met Your Mother, where it's like, they showed you that they're not actually meant to be together. Yes. And it just seems like I'm not there. So this pro- this isn't a spoiler because I don't know. But it seems like they're like, we did all this work uh, to make you see them not be together. But at the last minute, it's like, oh, but they're soulmates. Shut up. That's like I'm Sarah angry. Jessica Parker and Big. Sure. She shouldn't be with him. She She's should be with that other guy people Aiden. talk about. Yeah. She should be with Aiden. She shouldn't be with Big. No. He's a horrible guy. Right. He brings out all her worst qualities. I know. I'm livid. <laughs> Right? Ugh. I haven't seen him, but I know the names. I m- Most of my stress in life comes from you not seeing, seeing shows that... I, I get your messages. Yeah. 
All right. What have you was what have you been watching? Um this is like this is going to be like oh no, I don't know. <laughs> I've been watching rewatching the Simpsons. Um, okay, that's cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's going to cool. take you years. Oh, for sure. I so I I'm kind of a Simpsons snob. So I watch okay. between season 2 and season 10. Okay. Those are the only seasons that I watch. Not Why not se- season one? It's fine. It's just kind of they're getting their feet under them. It's not, I wouldn't say it's like, it's not loopable as much as two to ten. Okay. Eleven is starting to go I didn't know downhill. this about you. I am a huge Simpsons nerd and I love it. Okay. The first, uh, well, sorry, season two and season one a little bit. Season two and three, they're the most touching episodes. Like, I... I cry while I'm watching The Simpsons. You cry while yeah. you watch The Simpsons yeah, and you're judging and three. me yes. for not seeing The Simpsons. Okay. Wow. Yeah. It's like... What's touching about it? They're like... Beautiful childhood moments. Beautiful marriage moments. Beautiful... Between Homer and what's her name? Marge? Marge? Did you... I... <laughs> <laughs> yes. They... <laughs> They have these moments where, like, it's so touching. Like, Homer is an oaf, and you get to see the depth of their love. But similar, to the reason why after season 10, it goes so downhill, even before that, but season 10 is really kind of the cap. Homer becomes so unlovable and mm. so just buffoon-like that he has no redeeming qualities because they were like, oh, crap, we need to, like, exaggerate everything about him to make him funny. Yeah. And uh, what season is it on? Like 30? 30. We've done this before. It's ridiculous. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But season like two, you can still like he has these moments where he's just like wants to be such a good husband. He tries so hard to do that. And Marge loves him despite his idiocy. Yeah. Um, And that's beautiful. And then Marge had these moments where um, she's just like this amazing wife um, and like. She's like trying to find herself. Lisa has these moments, like everybody in the, and I cry and I feel great about it. Wow. Um, but, it, and it's really funny. And My, I've seen them probably 40 times. Really? Yeah. Two, two, ten. And I cry. I still cry because it's like, it's really touching. Man, I should watch them. You should. I've seen the Simpsons. Yeah. Don't like think We've I have all it. seen them, but yeah. Okay. I'll give it another try. My thing is I couldn't get past that they don't age. Yeah, I mean it's weird. Like, why not just like bring him up a year? <laughs> like, I yeah. I like, how about for every ten seasons they go up a grade in school? Yeah, I mean I've been in the shower thinking about what The Simpsons could be like if Bart and Lisa were teenagers. Because they sometimes do the like in the future when Lisa's in like college. And they suck. They're not very good episodes. Yeah, I I don't watch them. My thing about The Simpsons. Okay, that's one my thing. Point one. My other thing is the Halloween episodes never did anything for me, I and they were like too. always hyped up. Like ooh, the ho- like they're yeah, sort of the equivalent to Friends Thanksgiving episodes. It's like whoa, another Simpsons yeah. Halloween one. I skip them. Third. Third. Is I like watched The Simpsons as a kid with my brother and it was like a thing we bonded over. But then one time, and this isn't The Simpsons fault, don't get me wrong. But one time my mom brought me to the grocery store. I was like, I'm bored. I'm going to stand over here. And the grocery store had like a book table of like discount books. Okay. And they had The Simpsons Encyclopedia. Okay. So I was reading The Simpsons Encyclopedia all about like the characters' backstories. Yeah. Da, 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 da. My mom left me at the grocery store. <laughs> 
And so, like, I get that's not Homer's fault. Like, I understand that. Actually, zero. But that a fictional it's like, character. Could when have, I yeah. see an episode of The Simpsons, I just remember standing in the grocery store for a while, being like, "Where'd my mom go?" Did it might have been guilty? my stepdad. I can't remember which. At this point, I blocked it out. Uh, yeah, I think they did. Okay. It might have been both of them. Did they apologize? I'm sure, but at a certain point, there's just something that comes along with being forgotten at the grocery store that it's like, it's just this block I now have with The Simpsons. So I care deeply about you. Yeah. You know I do. <laughs> yeah, but you'd forgive me at a grocery store. No, but I'm saying get over it. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> have you ever been forgotten at a grocery get store? Get over it. Well, what? Okay, but do you still watch all the new episodes? No, no way. Okay, well then, what am I missing by not watching The Simpsons because of one thing that they had nothing to do with except kind of had something e- to do episode with? Episode 2 to 10. Or, se- or sorry, <laughs> season 2 to 10. That's all I needed to that's know. I'll need. start to watch yeah. it. And that's another segment of, was it funny? And how angry can I make Ryan by the shows I have or have not seen? And say Homer and what's her name? I couldn't remember oh if it was Maggie. My... Yeah. But that's the daughter that's never going to become a toddler. Gosh darn it. Okay, so we're starting to do a trend here, and we should, like, if people really love improv, they can just sign off right now. That seems really rude to our (laughs) guest. Anyway. Everyone just stay put. (laughs) No, this is really exciting because it shows that we're branching out in the comedic scene in Ottawa, and we're meeting new people. Yes, and. And and funny people. Ottawa has a lot of funny people. It has a few. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. It has a lot of funny people. It does. That came out so rude. We want to introduce our guest, though. This is somebody that that we've seen do stand-up a number of times. And I've seen him do improv. It was rough. <laughs> I'm kidding. It was great. <laughs> uh, welcome, Greg Houston. Hey, nice to be here. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Um, you are a stand-up comedian in Ottawa. Yep, I'm a stand-up comedian in Ottawa, so I have a day job, uh, like <laughs> everyone else. Uh, per capita, E-Ottawa is super funny, but it's also, uh, yeah, there's a brain drain in Ottawa, yeah. comedy, in like all levels, which People you guys go have. like Toronto. Yeah, you gotta move to the bigger markets, Yeah, things like that. Um, yeah, okay, first off, let's do the basics. How long sure. have you been doing stand-up? Uh, coming up on six years in a couple months. Wow. Yeah. What made you start doing comedy? Uh, I ran into a comic at a house party. Okay. And he was like, oh, you're really funny. Have you ever done comedy? I'm like, no. He's like, But it was always like a dream. He's like, oh, I got a show uh, in January. Why don't you sign up? I'm like, wow. okay. That's so cool. Yeah. And did, like, was your first show good or did not? Like, what was your first go yeah. at it like? Yeah, for the moment. But yeah. like... When you look back on that video now, oh god, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, buddy. Uh, yeah, no, I like maybe did one real joke, and the rest is all just like personality and like uh, that's where I'm at nervousness and stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I have like one joke, and then a bunch of like I'll just be quirky. But what made you want to go back? Like after you did that, so it went well, and like I didn't tell anyone. Okay, and then I <laughs> and then I did a yuck yuck show like two months later, and I told like twenty people and brought out everyone, and like it went really well. Awesome. And the owner was like, yo, man, that was great. A lot of potential up there. I'm like, done. I'm, I'm the best, <laughs> yeah. best in the world Funny already, end. obviously. And then <laughs> <laughs> I didn't perform again for another two months. So it was May, and it was at Yucks again. And uh, I didn't bring anyone. And I went over on time. And I basically read my set list. Hmm. And it did not go well. 
And I, so I went to the owner after. I was like, hey, like, I uh, didn't see the light. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have told those last two jokes. He's like, yeah, you shouldn't have. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, have you gotten any practice since last time? I'm like, nope. He's like, yeah, it shows. I'm like, oh, okay. Because it was kind of perfect, like, to bomb that badly, though, for, like, the third set. Yeah. Because I hung out with a bunch of comics after, and they told me, like, how to get more stage time and, like, what to do, like, in Ottawa yeah, and, like, learn. how to navigate the scene and then it was just like kind of commit or never do it again so what was the scene like six years ago though because it's i i've only been told how much it's grown in the last like four years yeah it's probably four times the size right now okay like of like comics and stuff i don't uh, know sorry well i i want to give you props thanks for oh. like listening to every episode before you came in oh no problem gotta do my research <laughs> what do you <laughs> like what do you learn about us do you have any questions for us as like the host of the podcast, I mean, I don't want to ask questions, but I don't want to be seem mean or anything too. But like, do your Jimmy Stewart real quick. No, because oh. <laughs> no, well, I, I saw you after I did stand up, and you're like, yeah, that was that was that was rough. It was so bad. <laughs> uh, you know, I can uh, I can do it. Uh, no, you can sometimes really really well, and other times, you know, you got to also like that, <laughs> that dear Abby from like two episodes ago. Oh, the when mom? It was the mom? Yeah. With the step-husband and the stepdaughter? And, and the yeah. daughter who the, hugged yeah. too much? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They should have just fucked. They should have just fucked. No, oh my God. she That'd was the not best. interested at all. It doesn't matter. All. Probably not, but they should have just... <laughs> <laughs> I, just I always wonder what people are thinking when they're listening, and now yeah. I have one inside. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, screaming. Yeah, I'm just just fuck. Just let the fuck. <laughs> um, okay, I have a question for you, though. You talked about um, Ottawa Brain Drain going to bigger markets yeah. when you're a comedian. Yeah. Um, what about you? Here Get you are. Get out of here. No, you're you're a funny dude. You're here in Ottawa. Are you like what? What keeps you here? Uh, the, right now, uh, just certain like uh, career things I want to do. Okay. Uh, day job and comedy. Okay. So like, there's just certain like check marks I want to get next to my name or whatever before I move on to a bigger market. But like, I do plan to move in the near to not distant future and okay. stuff. And uh, I went and visited uh, London, UK in October and like uh, did a show and loved it a lot. So I'm going back there in May for a week to awesome. do some shows and stuff. That's and, so cool. Yeah. Man, um, that puts my Halifax tour to shame. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm booked at one show right now, so it's not. Still, that's sweet. <laughs> no, it, like was that, we, we've talked about this, like when we did a, a show in New York. Um, and like the fear an of improv, yeah, no, no an improv show, an improv show in New York and yeah. like the fear of like, Oh crap, are we funny in another market? Like, did yeah. you have that fear of like, will uh, these jokes transfer over? Yeah. And like, it took like what that one show to like get it under my belt and be like, Oh, okay. I understand what they need. Like they didn't, they didn't understand my, uh, subtle uh, digs at Trudeau as much okay. as like a Canadian audience. Your Ottawa base humor. Yeah, <laughs> like, they don't understand like the whole picture like uh, internationally. Yeah. He's just for him. He's just a pretty guy. So yeah. it's like, I'm like, mm, well, but I don't trust him. Like they're like, we don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, but he's so pretty. Talk yeah. about the British prime minister. <laughs> uh, but is there, cause we've talked about this before. Ottawa is a small comedy scene, but that comes with pluses an improv, for instance, we started a troupe, and in two years, we're probably in like the like 
10 established troops. Top three. In, You're saying top three right now. Yeah, I'm saying Yo, top sick. three troops in <laughs> Ottawa, if you haven't heard of us. But like we put on shows and they go pretty well. And like we were able to carve a space out for us, which we would not be able to do in Toronto that fast. Like I just like talking to people that have gone to Toronto to do improv. They're like, first you have to do all of the classes there. Then you need to find like 10 people you click with. Then you audition. And it's like a whole process to get on a troop. Yeah. Whereas here we're like, oh, we all like each other. Let's just make a troupe, do shows. We're in. Is it the same in stand up? Uh, yes, except for all of like that, like uh, classes and stuff. Because oh, unfortunately, yeah. there's not they let anyone on stage. Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'm kind of proof in the pudding there. <laughs> like they, uh, like eventually the the creme rises to the top, but it's like. Uh, where do you like draw? We're still trying to figure out how to interview stand-ups or improvisers, fine. but it's like, where do you draw your inspiration for, do you tell like story-based jokes? Short, what are the types of for jokes? For people who haven't seen you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm more story-based now and, uh, draw from past experiences or funny situations or like amalgamations of funny things that have happened to me and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like, uh, and then practice tell my roommate like hey this weird thing happened I just tell him like it's a bit and then if he laughs I'm, I'm like okay I should work, work on that, on that. And write, write that yeah. down or perform it I like that style it more it sounds super funny when you break it down like <laughs> yeah, no, so. but, but it that's like, what our listeners crave yeah. <laughs> I'm going through this like situation where I I know where I fit in the improv world like I'm comfortable there exploring it holy I am I'm like all over the place like my first set was like here, you know, my next set, I'm using my arms to demonstrate other areas of the room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, my first set, I stood in a corner of a room <laughs> no, facing like, I, the wall. I haven't been consistent at all because I'm still like, hey, what is what is this? Is this funny at all? And I hate to break it to you guys, but it's like a year-ish, maybe yeah. two years of like finding your voice on stage. And that, I mean, oh, that's... Yeah. Um, <laughs> so long. I just want to be good now. <laughs> no, but that's, I mean, that's improv though. Like... It, yeah, it takes, it takes you a long, you a time, long yeah. time wandering around to find uh, find your voice, but but that's also reassuring that you can like suck. Some people can suck for much longer too. Yeah, and then eventually get good. Yeah, and some people are really good out the gate, like yourselves, and then all of a sudden start sucking. I, so I yes, that <laughs> is. Yeah, all I'm the waiting. Different. I'm still waiting for it to start sucking. And uh, oh my god, I do suck a lot of the time. <laughs> Um, what's your next benchmark? Like, where are you looking oh, to? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're uh, like, uh, we've talked about like other yeah. markets and stuff, but yeah, what, what do you, what's your next goal? Um, getting into first showcasing and getting into like, uh, festivals for comedy Kay. based in Canada. Okay. Um, Ottawa's an underserved market for a lot of that. So it's kind of rough. Like last year we didn't have any showcase shows. Crazy. So okay. this year we do, but, uh, I just got to make sure like my name's on that list. Um, yeah. and if not, I got to make sure my name's on some list somewhere and <laughs> yeah. try and get into things. Um, and it is like, it, it's not like it's a career making thing ever. It's like one show or multiple shows or whatever, but it's like, but it's just like more recognition among your peers and like easier to like, trans uh like go across canada networking mm. like that kind of uh credit into like bookings and things like that so so do you when people record this like, is your last question by the way oh no i take it back my second question is there are a lot of people being like i want to try stand up 
Yeah. Like, I've never done it, but they'll, like, go to a show and be like, I could probably try that or whatever. I What's think, your, like, words of wisdom? I think everyone should try stand-up. Yeah. I don't think everyone should do stand-up. Interesting. Why not? Uh, <laughs> because I suck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just straight to the point. Like, yeah. I mean, eventually, it's, like, there's a lot of uh, muscles you can build in stand-up and, like, yeah. uh, tricks and tips and stuff to, like, make things go well when they aren't going well. But it's, like... Uh, if you only have muscles and you don't have any bones, you're a shitty sk- human. I don't know. <laughs> like you don't work much. As a, like, but if you have yeah. the funny bones, that sounds weird. Oh but man! Yeah. Oh, Did you t- are you an anatomy major? Or? Wow! No, you I'm a political body. scientist. Nice. <laughs> okay, dear Abby, let's do it. Sure. Do we have intro music for Dear Abby? I, I don't think we do. It's fine. Okay. I just love our music. Okay, so we actually asked Greg to bring us. So we've never heard this before. We've never heard this. Tell Ryan the one that's going to make it. This angry. is just my favorite, and it might even, it might uh, make you do the segment every time or make kill the segment. Oh, here Dear we Abby, go. my daughter is being married soon, and we are getting ready. <laughs> being for t- married? Okay, keep going. <laughs> getting ready to mail out the invitations. We have three couples. Who will not be married when the invitations are mailed, but will be by the wedding. <laughs> Should but will be by the wedding. We, oh, they're gonna be, be nearby. Should we address their invitation names oh. using oh single names or married God. names? <laughs> Charlotte and Akron. What is that? <laughs> Someone actually wrote Dear Abby that? This is the lowest <laughs> stakes. <laughs> How do I send a letter? <laughs> I thought it was gonna be. Do we invite them if they're unwed? <laughs> but no. literally, literally, Abby is like, she clearly gets a lot of letters, but was like, yeah, this one needs my attention. We're publishing this. What? Yeah, it's either the QC process on Abby's side or this person doesn't know about Google. I don't necessarily want to change my name at marriage, but also my last name sucks. What? And so I'm like, Muehlberger? No. Okay, cool. No. But if I were to marry my partner, my last name would be horrible with my first name. But if we blend our names together, as I'm suggesting, not that he's proposed, it's fine. It's fine. I want to be Christina Christberger. Huh. Huh? What? And then I could <laughs> be blending our two last names. Christberger? Christberger. Thoughts? No? Is that a like a burger made out of Jesus? <laughs> I mean, You're going to you answer a lot of questions <laughs> like... What, dear Abby? What I made the mistake of changing my name to Christburger. Should I change it back? And if not, how should I address my mail? I think it's a good last name. It's strong. Christ is strong. <laughs> yeah, just go with that. Christina Stop Christ. There. Okay, never mind. I thought you all would be supportive. It's fine. I'm, I'm, I don't support that. Did you that. change your last name when you got married? No, my wife your did. Wife. Yeah. She changed your name? Yeah. And we, yeah, we talked about it. Uh, Do you have the better name than she had? No, she did. She had a better name. What? Did she? Yeah. And mm. you made her take yours. Yeah, see, I didn't. We had a really quick, quick Dear Abby. <laughs> you just wrote to Dear Abby. How long did you, go, were you together before you got married? Ooh. Uh, a while. A long time. What's that? Well, we, okay, sorry. We've been married for three years. We've been together totally for 10 Ten years. So she looks previous. really young, though. She is younger than me. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. look not that young. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. How would you suggest Ryan dress? <laughs> I'm I'm trying to dress Urban Street. <laughs> 
Ur- wait, what? Urban Street. The ride urban Street. You dress urban chic. Urban. <laughs> <laughs> you scream uh, yuppie and nothing's going to change You that. dress like you fell out of a Brooks Brother catalog, buddy. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was fun. Um, thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for coming and joining us. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Uh, if people want to catch you doing stand-up, they should... Uh, go to greghewsoncomedy.com and He's come out to... It's uh, like a blog site. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, follow me on Instagram. That's always lit. And come to uh, Book Club Comedy uh, March 16th awesome. at uh, Black Squirrel Books. I'll be there. Awesome. Telling jokes. Well, really, it's like one story and then my personality. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. Guys, I didn't. I don't think I said so, anything inappropriate this whole episode. So proud of myself. We'll see, <laughs> and I'll never hear it again. <laughs> Today's episode was recorded in Ottawa, Ontario, at Pop Up Podcasting, featuring Christina Muehlberger and Ryan Mulligan. Recorded by J.P. Davidson, and featuring music by Nikolai Hadless, Mr. Gavin, and Fox Beat Music. All available on SoundCloud. Thanks for listening. <laughs>